welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, the 1966 Ron Sullivan UFO Encounter. I found this particular article on ufocasebook.com. It's titled, 1966 Burke's Flat UFO, subtitle, The Bent Headlight Beams. And it was published on April 22, 2014, by Australian UFO Action. It starts off, it says, date, April 14, 1966, location, Burke's Flat, Victoria, Australia. And then it says, at about 8 p.m., Ron Sullivan was traveling on a straight sealed section of the Dunley St. Arnold Road near Burke's Flat in Central Country, Victoria. Ahead in a pasture off to his right, Sullivan observed an unusual light. Now, I did, I do have to say that I watched a short documentary on this, and they described this uh, location as being very remote. And the place that where, where it happened at was a remote area in Australia. So I can just imagine this guy driving along in the evening down there in this in this out-of-the-way place in Australia back in 1966, of course, long before cell phones, and he spots this strange uh, light up ahead. It says he first took it to be a tractor engaged in night plowing, but as he drew closer, Sullivan began to see a most unusual light display located at ground level. The following things happened quickly as he drew closer to the scene and then passed it. He was paying attention to both the light display in the pasture on his right and the road when he observed the following <clears throat> sequence of light display and the strange phenomena in the pasture. Initially, as he, as he approached, Sullivan saw a white phosphorus type of light on the ground that appeared to be about 15 foot in diameter. It opened up and there was another white oval on top of it about 30 feet in height, coming down, making the shape of a cone with a 15-foot bottom diameter and a 20-foot top diameter. So if you see pictures of the illustrations of this on the website here or on any of the documentaries that have been done, it almost looks like a shower of light coming down from this top circle onto the bottom. So you have, it's almost like two wheels, one on top, one on the bottom, and this share of light coming down from the top. And very uh, intense light, as they describe as solid light. Now it says, in and in that cone were tubes of colored lights, all the lights as you can see as you look through the spectrum, all the colors of the rainbow, red, blue, indigo, and purple, traveling up and down, or they seemed to be from small oval to the bigger oval at the top. They were going up and down in shafts. Now that had to be an amazing thing to see, especially back in 1966. He's seeing these, this basically the cylinder, where you have a circle on top and a circle on the bottom, 15, a 15-foot uh, circle of light on the bottom and a 20-foot circle on top, and then these rods, or almost like bars of light, traveling up and down. And they're multicolored. He said all the colors of the rainbow. And we're coming back to this common theme that we see in these UFOs is what are they using the light for? Is this a form of communication with us? Or is this, and somehow they power the craft? Or is it just what they are? He says, then gradually the top seemed to come to meet the bottom. They seemed to close in, making a transition of one light 
oval. Similar to the first view, everything then just disappeared. The last thing Sullivan saw of the light display was just a spot on the ground. A light spot became smaller and smaller to nothing. So he's just driving along. He sees this light open up. Like he said, it becomes two circular saucer-shaped spheres. They separate into this cone-like object, and the light's traveling down almost like a curtain of light raining up and down between these two spheres. And then, all of a sudden, those two spheres close together, and they're swallowed up on the ground. Gone. Meanwhile, as he was driving, he observed that his car headlight beams suddenly appeared to be pointing in a direction off to the right in the direction of the strange light display, and also seemed to be bending back on an axis with the object in the pasture. As he got closer, the angle of bending of his car headlights beams became more acute. So what he's saying is, as he got closer to this UFO, his headlight beams began to bend. It's like they were refracting, like, almost like they were mag like the light coming from the headlights was magnetically altered, as if it was being drawn toward the object. He thought his car must have been heading off the road to the right, and immediately compensated by turning it to the left. He found he was now heading directly toward a tree on the le on the left hand side of the road. He turned to the he turned the car to the right to regain the direction of travel along the straight section of road. Thoroughly confused and leaving behind the display in the head and leaving behind the display in the pasture. Now that would be strange because you can see this is an optical an optical illusion that has occurred because of the UFO. He's driving along. He notices this UFO off to the left as he's as he's headed down the road. And as he's looking at this UFO, as it he's watching this light display go on and off, the headlights on his vehicle begin to veer toward the object. Even though he's headed straight, they're veering off toward the object. And he thinks he thinks that maybe he has his car pointed in the, wrong, in, in the wrong direction, so he goes to follow the headlights of his vehicle and instead drives off the road and almost hits a car. It says he had his car, he had his car lights checked and found, them, and found them to be working properly. Later, in Mayboro, he found that a younger man from Carnegie, Gary Taylor, was killed in a car accident at Brooks Flat on the night of April 6, two nights later. Sullivan reported his experience to police. At the accident site, it was determined that Taylor's car had collided with the same tree that Sullivan had almost collided with two nights earlier, directly opposite, uh, directly opposite the tree in the pasture about 70 yards from the roadway, coincident with where Sullivan had saw the strange light display. A shallow depression was found in the plowed earth. So they went out there thinking that, wow, this young kid was killed because he did the same thing I did. He followed his headlights, but his headlights were following the UFO. And when he followed those headlights, he went off the road and hit a tree, which seemed inexplicable to anybody that didn't know about the UFO incident. But because Sullivan had almost done the same thing, he recognizes this kid probably had undoubtedly seen the same UFO he had. His headlights had reacted, and for some reason, a reason we can't explain, 
doesn't follow the laws of physics that we live by, but these headlines of the, of the vehicle were almost magnetically following that UFO, and they led the young man off the road where, unfortunately, he was killed. Sullivan goes out there, and then he founds, finds a saucer-shaped depression in the earth, showing him that, yes, this UFO had returned. It says it was a little over three feet in diameter and only a few inches in depth. The depression was cleanly scooped out of the sandy soil with no apparent debris around it. There were no human or animal tracks around the area. The property owner indicated the depression had not been there when he had finished plowing. There appeared to be no explanation for the depression or the light display. Wow. That's a very interesting uh, and fascinating episode that took place back there in 1966. And I found one other thing on this. And this is from newspapers.com. And this is uh, an actual newspaper clipping that appeared at the time of this event. And the title on it is Ron Sullivan UFO. And in the paper article title, article title says, Saucer Not Death Cause. And police do not believe there is any connection between a fatal accident near Mayboro on Thursday night and reported flying saucer sighting at the same spot four days earlier. Investigators are still proceeding into the accident in which Gary Taylor, 19, of Grandview Drive, Carnegie, was killed when his car struck a tree after running off the Bendigo St. Arnaud Road near Burka Flat. It was revealed yesterday that Mr. Ronald K. Sullivan, 38, of Victoria Street, Marlboro, sighted a strange glowing object almost opposite the accident spot about 8 p.m. last Monday. Mr. Sullivan said he was driving from Mayboro to Witchproof when the headlights of his car had diverged to the right, even though the vehicle was traveling straight on the Bendigo St. Arnaud Road. He looked to where the headlights were shining and saw a bright object shining with the colors of the spectrum. The lights vanished after rising slowly. Mr. Sullivan returned with friends. Later, they found a mysterious depression about five feet, about five feet in diameter in a freshly plowed paddock where he believed the strain lights had been. News of Mr. Sullivan's experience produced the theory that Gary Taylor might have met his death because his headlights were being diverted by a strange flying object. Well, of course, the newspaper immediately, uh, and the police, jumped the, to the conclusion that Sullivan hadn't really seen anything, and that even if he did, there was no indication that could have caused the wreck of this young man. Looking back on this, you know, 54 years later, it seems like it's quite possible to me that the young man had been distracted in the same way that Sullivan was distracted. He's driving along. It says here that the headlight beams bent to the right toward the object. And he continued to follow those headlight beams and inadvertently almost hit a tree. It seems like it seems like the young teenager didn't have quite as quick reactions as Sullivan did. And did, in fact, hit the tree. Maybe he was going a lot faster. And that's why he wasn't able to regain control. But throughout the whole encounter, Sullivan has given us a very detailed account of what he saw, how this how this UFO uh, just emerged out of the ground, out of nothing, 
how it took on this uh, cylinder shape, how this curtain of light rods began to travel up and down the, uh, from top to bottom of the cylinder, and then how this cylinder of light just collapsed in on itself and disappeared into the ground. There's a lot of different, a lot of different phenomena that we can see here. We can see the use of light. We can see how this, how this object uh, changed shapes, and we can see how it entered and left uh, our own dimension, our own reality. Truly, uh, a truly fascinating case. But unfortunately, whether whether this was intentional, but I don't know. I have a feeling that it may have just been, uh, maybe this young man was just collateral damage. Whatever this phenomena was, it had the odd effect of drawing the lights from the headlight beams of, of vehicles toward itself. Some sort of, almost like some sort of magnetic encounter. And of course, the, the unfortunate result of that was this man, this young guy at least, uh, following his headlights instead of the road and, and ending up losing his life as he hits this tree. The same thing that had almost happened to Sullivan. Really fascinating case. Uh, one I hadn't heard of before, but I was glad I was able to come across it. A lot of cool stuff out of Australia for whatever reason. It just seems to be a, seems to be a real hot spot for the UFO phenomena down there. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.